What do we do when we believe that life is getting so busy that we just don't have time for Holy Spirit? We don't have time for God right now because we have to do this, this, and this, and this. Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard, and this is episode 20. Now, lately, I may have fallen into that pattern. I've been so focused developing a course. Now, the course is a, a seven or eight video series about who Holy Spirit is, our relationship with Him, how we deeper our intimacy with Him, our relationship with Him, how do we identify when it's our voice or His, all these different things. I'm developing this course that will actually lead into a Holy Spirit Warrior Challenge. Now, a Holy Spirit warrior, that Holy Spirit's actually giving me the definition. It's someone whose spirit is readily available at any moment for whatever is needed. So it's this entire challenge, this course that actually brings you to a much higher level of interacting with him. And I've been spending so much time just developing this and going through it. And I even have been pulling from him. A lot of it is stuff that he's actually been giving me. But the last few days, I had gotten so busy in the business development side of it, of the structure side of it, of the technicality side of it, where it's almost as if I said to him unintentionally, Holy Spirit, I don't have time for you right now. I was laying in bed just the other night and I sat there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't spend any time with you today. Oh no. And I, it was funny because the Holy Spirit started speaking to me and he's like, well, I'm glad you caught this now because it's so easy to get focused and busy in life and push me out, not make time for me. He's like, I've had so many people following me that start developing Bible courses, spiritual courses, all these different things that are about Jesus, Holy Spirit, the Father, all of them. And then while they're developing that, they actually step back from me. He's like, I'm so glad you realize this now. Luckily, I didn't go weeks doing that. I went like a day doing that. But it pulled me closer to him because now I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't even want to start my day without spending time with you. And it's interesting because I had this mental blueprint in my head that I need to posture myself in a way that will allow him to speak. And he's like, that's a lie. You do not need to do that. You are learning and developing ways to be able to hear me on the go all the time. You don't have to sit down, posture yourself, and bring yourself to a mental place every single time you hear me because you're developing it on the go. That's the progressional period of it. I was talking to a friend of mine, and I said, what would you say is a great way to develop yourself to be able to hear Holy Spirit more? Advancement levels. He's like, I'll describe it in three ways to you. And the first one, 
was Holy Spirit working with you privately, secretly, indoors? Just as Jesus said, come to the secret place. Go to your closet and just be with God in that time. He said, when Holy Spirit begins to work with you, then you move on to step two. That's when you go out in the world and you encounter Holy Spirit with while you're going through your everyday life in the world. He begins to show up in your life and going through. He's like, step three is when you actually begin to encounter Holy Spirit with other people, your community, your church, your business. You're actually inviting people into the conversations that you're having with Holy Spirit. He said it's a three-step process, but it starts with just you and Holy Spirit being together. But here's the thing. It doesn't, when you advance to the next ones, that doesn't mean you rule out the first one. It's a development phase of advancement, but you always go back to number one. You always go back to just time with you and Holy Spirit. And I had been almost getting lost in that. Luckily, I only went like a day. I didn't go weeks or months. But how do we make time for him daily? What are the things that we can do constantly? Just be with him. And the first one is recognizing whether or not we're even giving him that time. Are you setting time aside? Are you acknowledging him in the work that you're doing? It says, do all your work according to the Lord. Are you doing work according to him? With him? That's the thing. Holy Spirit wants to be involved in all the things you do. Not just the church things. Not just the commissions that Jesus gave. Not just that. He wants to be in that. He absolutely wants to be in that. But he also wants to be there with you when you sign your bills. When you're planning out your day. When you're spending time with your children. When you're writing an essay. When you're getting dressed, all these things. He just wants to be with you. The jealousy God has for you is huge. He adores you so much. He wants to be in all the little things. But here we are like, I don't have time for you, Jesus. I got to do this and this and this and this and this and this. Step one, if you do have time where you're like, all right, this time... I'm blocking out this time to just be with you. Well, first step is when you go into that place, take a pen and paper and write down all the thoughts that are coming to your head constantly, like your task for the day. Who you need to call? All these different things. Oh, I need to get my dry cleaning. Oh, I need to make dinner. I need to go to the grocery store. I need to call this person. This person offended me. Just write all this stuff down. That way it allows for a flow from Holy Spirit to come in. Because if you have all this stuff blocking your mind and your thought, you're actually keeping yourself from hearing His voice. But if you just go through and you're just filling out your, you're paying your bills and you're just like, oh, thank you Holy Spirit for being with me here right now. That will shift the way you do your bills. A simple thing by just acknowledging that He's actually here with you Because we host Holy Spirit within us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. He resides in us just as he resided in Jesus. 
Don't fall in the trap that I did. I went through my day and I was developing this course on who he is. And I got through, I was working on all the technicalities of it. I spent time with him getting the content for it. And then I was developing the, con the detail structure of it, the technicality side of it. And here I am pushing him away. Or, or not just pushing him away, just not acknowledging him, not being with him, not involving him in the project. I got so focused. Tunnel vision. Then it removed him from it. And that was my fault. That was, that was the lesson I had to learn. And fortunately, I learned it early. I didn't have to go so deep into it that it made me fall. I mean, how terrible would it be if I developed an entire course on Holy Spirit and without him? Gosh, that would be a terrible thing to bring people into. Why would you even want to listen to what I have to say? Make time for him. Acknowledge him in the things that you're doing and bring him with you. Now, it's interesting because I want to actually share two things that happened. One happened recently and one happened a while ago. Now, as I was kind of daily, as you involve him in these things, your mind actually focuses on him, which actually allows him to speak to you. And for you to hear him. Well, I, I can't remember if I actually told this story or not. But me and my buddy, we went out to get some food. And I had some cash on me. Not a lot, but enough to pay for what I was getting. And I left my card in the car. And as I'm standing there, sitting there. And throughout the day, I had been talking to him. So there was a flow that was open. For him to speak to me. And he's just like, hey, I want you to pay for your friend's meal. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I want you to pay for your friend's meal. Go go do that. And I'm like, ah. And he's like, I gotta go get my card. He's like, yep, go get your card and pay for his meal. So I walked away. I got my card. I came back over there. And I'm like, hey, man. Uh, the, he placed his order and he went to grab his wallet. And I'm like, hey, I actually got you. Don't worry about it. Well, as he was kind of patting around, he's like, I actually forgot my wallet. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I forgot. I didn't bring it. I wouldn't have been able to order. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Holy Spirit loved you so much that he was able to tell me to prepare. Doesn't Jesus say, always be prepared? Paul says it as well. He was preparing me for this moment because if he had forgotten his wallet, I would have paid for him anyways. I would have gone and got my card, done it. Holy Spirit was just a step ahead. He loves him. So he's able to communicate with me. But mainly because throughout the day, I had been speaking with him. My mind was expecting to hear from him through the day as I was going through my daily tasks. So that's one thing. That was pretty cool. I just figured I'd kind of share it. It's a very simple interaction with him. Then this one actually happened a while ago. Uh, two, maybe three years ago. Me and my friends, we were going out and we were specifically going to the mall to heal the sick. 
And as we were walking around, what we were doing is we were just visibly looking for people who were injured. Like they had a cast on, they had a limp, a cane, a wheelchair, whatever. Those are the people we were going to look for. And as we're walking around, there's like no one there. We didn't find anyone. And we're like, okay, what the heck? Let's step back for a moment and ask Holy Spirit who we should pray for. And so it was in that moment where we closed our eyes and we said, Holy Spirit, show me someone who I can pray for. And as he, as I closed my eyes and my, I let my imagination, I, I basically handed over my imagination to him, which essentially means I surrendered my imagination. I said, all right, I'm not going to try and just think stuff up right now. And I'm going to allow Holy Spirit to show me imagery. So now I have my eyes closed and now I'm waiting for just things to kind of just pop up in my head. for Whatever he wants to show me. I'm saying, hey, I'm not going to create my own thoughts right now. I'm looking for you to create thoughts. And as the next thoughts kind of progress. Now this takes a little bit of time. But it's essentially like being able to recognize people's voice in their handwriting like we had discussed before. It's like when you're in a crowd and you hear your spouse or your parents or your best friend laugh out of a crowd of 100 people, you hear them. It's the same thing with your thoughts. You begin to recognize what's yours and what isn't with time. Now, Mark Verkler has a great statement on hearing Holy Spirit's voice. He says, it's spontaneous thoughts that light up across your mind. It's something that just like, ooh, yeah, that seems different. It's gonna take practice to kind of recognize when this happens. But it's interesting because he showed me this man, he, a very tall, large, uh, dark man. He, I just saw that he had dark skin and he had a blue shirt, white shorts and black sandals on. He's like, look for him. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, as we're walking around the mall, we were gone maybe another hour or something without seeing anyone. And I'm looking for this person now. And we're like, all right, you know what? Let's just head out of here. And so as I'm walking toward the exit, I'm with my friend. And I had told her what I had seen. And she's like, hey, look at that. And I saw this very large black man, maybe 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, big guy wearing a blue shirt, white shorts, black sandals. She's like, I think that's him. Go up to him. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I walk up to him and I'm like, hey, me and my friend are walking around praying for people. Would you like prayer for anything? And he's just like, what? And he grabs me by the side. And I am like a toothpick compared to him. He just pulls me to his family of, I think, five. His wife and I think three and four daughters. Or he, I think he even had a son, maybe. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> just so, I must have been weightless compared to him. And he, he's like, tell them what you just told me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, my friend and I are walking around praying for people. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I'm like, what is going on? They're like, we just watched the movie 
Holy Ghost. And I'm like, what? Now, if you haven't seen the movie Holy Ghost, check it out. I think it's uh, directed and made by Darren Wilson. I think that's the name of it. It's an amazing movie. He has about five or six films. And it goes around like he, he wanted to make film completely led by the Holy Spirit. So they just go on these adventures where they believe Holy Spirit's leading them. It's incredible film. Go check it out. Now, they're like, we just watched this. And in the film, they go out and pray for people. And people get healed. Like broken wrists, broken knees, all these different things just immediately get healed. And they're like, we, we were just watching this. but And we wanted to do that too. But we've never seen it done other than in that movie. We watched it last night. And I'm like, whoa. And I'm like, well, do any of you need healing? And they're like, yeah, our daughter. She had this messed up knee and wearing a knee brace. And she's, I'm like, all right, let's pray for her. And I start, I get on my knees and I kind of, I ask her if I can touch it. She says, yes, I, I lightly put my hands where the injury was and I start praying for her. And then I hear Holy Spirit say, tell her to walk to that wall and back and she'll be healed. I'm like, okay. I tell her that. She walks there. She doesn't make it even halfway back to me. And she starts crying. I'm like, what's, what's up? She takes off the knee brace and starts moving and flailing the leg. And her family starts crying because she told me just like a half hour ago, she was downstairs trying to reteach herself how to walk because she couldn't put any pressure on it. She couldn't really do anything with it. She couldn't bend it or anything. And her family's freaking out because they know the level of pain that she's been in and she's just moving it and kicking it around. She's feeling no pain at all. I'm just like, come on, let's go. And so I prayed for them and I said, I was praying a prayer that they would go out and do the same. That they go out and pray for people to be healed because they had just witnessed it. And the Holy Spirit, Jesus commissioned us to go do that. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. And it was amazing just because I took the moment to stop and listen for Holy Spirit. You got to be intentional with this. This is not a passive thing that you just casually do. You have to intentionally pursue Holy Spirit, intentionally acknowledge him in the little things and intentionally seek him. Do it. What are you waiting for? Let's do this together. Let's go on this journey together. This is Day by Day with Holy Spirit, and I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. Until next time.